0: Welcome to the Greek Speech Podcast where we are rediscovering historical aspects of collegiate Greek culture. I'm one of your hosts, your boy Big Doug. And on the other side is my man.
1: Yo, what the business is, <laughs> this is your boy is Dad, the big headed baby child. What's <laughs> up, everybody? I hope everybody out there <laughs> having a great time, you know, keeping keeping yourself intact and, and well in order, you know, for this uh reopening right. of the the United States, and hopefully that you guys are able to behave yourself and keep your ass in that career for another two weeks. Right, but look, right. man, like today, man, we got one of the biggest OGs that I truly respect. You know, he, he, been, in, he been in a fraternity. You know, he been in Party Cap Alpha Psi uh, well over 35 years, or 35 years to be exact. Uh, man, truly an icon, man. We, we had to bring him back because, but um, well, he was spitting jewels on the last podcast. Word. Like he was spending some fact. He was spending some some real some real life stuff that you know somebody in the bind for 30 some years can say. But you know, on the other hand, man, I truly respect this man. Uh let's give it up for Mr. Antonio <laughs> <laughs> hey, Van Scott.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>, thanks for having me, Thanks for having me. I appreciate hey, it. You Thank you. Thanks Thank
1: for you, coming back, man. man. You you know, it's, yeah, man. Man.
0: Thanks, thanks. Last time for was a back. good show. Good show. Last yeah. time it was uh, opened, sparked a lot of conversation, um, <laughs> a lot of feedback. Man, it was uh it was interesting yeah. that when you when you bring up certain things and you you, you mention certain things, how people how people react to that. So you know, we 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 now know that. Uh, the talented tenth deserves an entire show, mm-hmm. uh, and with the number of emails we received that let us know, <laughs> there's a lot that goes on when you mention the talented tenth. And I mean, a lot. It's a lot, and there's a lot of organizations tied into that. Um, Facts that that I was, it was very interesting to, to to see some of the email feedback that we received. So we're definitely gonna kind of table that excuse me and uh come back to it at a later date but to 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 kind of dig more into the conversation of uh you know where we're well, at right now with this whole you want to say something go ahead go ahead jump in well
1: okay you know the 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 talent 10th is actually something you can't research so it's not like you can't research it right um but you know we had to do a little bit more research and we realized that like like Doug said, uh, it's only so far we can actually uh, go a little bit in depth about it, but it's actually some, yeah. some good information for you to re- kind of research and get your knowledge game up. But with the talented 10th man, is actually, uh, Du Bois uh, used the term talented 10th, would describe the likelihood of one in 10 black men becoming leaders of the race in the world through methods such as continuing the education, writing books, are becoming directly involved in social change. Um, he did believe that blacks needed a more classical education which <clears throat> if you if you look at it the classical education is something that's more traditional um or systematic uh compared to what Booger T Washington endorsed which is more of a a uh, industrial education which if you want to kind of get some information it's kind of similar to like vocational <coughs> excuse me vocational information which is more or less like you know, being a technician or, or being a tradesman or, or some sort. But whenever you dig a little bit into it, you actually kind of get a little bit more information on what the talented tiff is and you know, how people can go ahead and uh, go about it. Now, what I was thinking that, okay, currently you know, this was during the 1903 and like I said, we're not going to go like into fully deep information because we did realize that it's it's a lot more behind it. But the, one of the things that sticks out behind me, uh, what it sticks out, sticks out for me is um, where it says that describe the likelihood of one in 10 black men becoming leaders in their race in the world through methods such as continuing education, you know, whatever, you know, entertainment, um, being an educator or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I personally think, you know, during that time period, you know, that was a that was the vision. Uh, especially when it was a small percentage. And maybe it was probably the 10% of, you know, black Americans that was actually, you know, thriving leaders amongst their own peers. Um, Then we kind of fast forward right now, because it was also saying all the way through like the 20th century, um, which would become, which was some would be known as the public intellect. Um, Do y'all think that currently right now, do y'all think that the talent to 10th applies to, black women than there there is applying to black men, Uh, since we are seeing a lot of black women that are thriving, especially in politics, especially in education, especially in leadership within their community. Do you think the tables have turned a little bit? What y'all thinking about that?
2: I would say that you definitely have to factor in, you know, African-American women and, you know, for their accomplishments and just their overall brilliance. Right. However, I think, I think it's actually, I would say, I feel like it would be actually more than a 10. You know, I'm feeling like it might be three out of 10. You know, I would like for it to be more, but you know, just, um, I think three out of ten. Because we do factor in now, uh, women. I don't think that maybe they did factor them in back in that time period. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think that the number of women, you know, was that were, you know, empowered to do great things was exponentially smaller. Back mm-hmm.
1: then. <laughs> like, there was very limited. You know, back during that time, of course, they couldn't vote. Um, you know, they really couldn't work as much. So of course, uh majority majority of um you know, the 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 foundation of the household was actually men who was the foundation of the household. Now, like I said, it's it's crazy because I I believe now, you know, since the tables have turned, um, it seems like, you know, you know, it's it's only a small percentage. Uh, uh black guys are actually out here getting education and are actually becoming leaderships but now it's like it's being overpowered and it's nothing wrong you know what i'm I saying sometimes
0: say overpowered though I, I would i would say more i just think the women have just have just i don't know man it's just kind of like when we uh step their game up when we talk about like Greek life overall you know to right. a certain like we 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 just speaking in terms of Greek life right mm-hmm. um even within our organizations like you what do we always say when we talk amongst each other? Like, man, the sisters got it together. Like, right. if we could get it to where we were as organized and had our thing together, you know, it'd be a different animal because you can tell the difference. You know what I mean? They really, I don't even want to say step they, their game up because I feel like their game was already up. You know what I mean? I just think they had a, it was, it's just, everything is based on error. You know what I mean? I just think a lot of things are based on error.
2: Just to kind of touch on what both of you said, I think um I agree with you doug like they've they've always been you know a force,
0: yeah,
2: but they were also kind of forced to to play that that you know behind the scenes role in mm-hmm. the background, but <clears throat> you know yeah definitely um you know always made major contributions to any strides, I think we, we, as a people. Right. Um, um, but yeah, but I think with, um, going back to the 10th and, you know, especially with the sororities, you got, you know, you've got so many, uh, you know, prominent women that are Greek. Yeah, absolutely doing some great things so yeah i think that number for me I, I believe that number would probably be greater than one out of ten. One out of ten all right i totally agree with the women period you know like just across the board one out of every 10 african-american that i guess back then it may have been specifically you know stated as one one out of every 10 men african-american men yeah um, because that, it where you can leave them out yeah
0: because the talent tent was primarily based around you know males so we they were they were not even able to be included in that conversation since it's you know it, it it's it's it was based around males and to, in, in some capacity still still very much is but uh, you know the sisters you can never take away from that you know what i mean and we do need to kind of probably start it may not be necessarily that that exact same category right Mm -hmm. in terms of taking us to the next steps um where we go from here kind of thing since that's also kind of part of our conversation today is where do we look you know what what can we do what should we do as greek organizations as we come out of this whole covid you know thing and we don't even know how long that's going to be to be technically honest but Mm -hmm. You know, we, we all kind of saw that we were not ready when this whole thing hits, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So what are we going to do to educate the masses? You know, uh, even ourselves, we to, to educate ourselves first and foremost and then educate other people, what do you guys think that we should do in terms of moving forward as a Greek organizations,
2: Individually and as a whole? You mean as far as... Now, did you just say as far as... COVID 19 and is my can you hear me okay? As we come
0: out of this and you know um as a community this this has affected our community <laughs> on a whole nother level, right? So we have got to to come out of this stronger and better, of course, than we went into it, right? We can't keep being casualties of war. We have to Eventually we <laughs> we can't always be the ones that fall off. Like it's got it's
2: always us, right? So it's great point. Great people, point.
0: And I you know, so coming out of this, I would hope we would each one teach one and we can train each other to be a little stronger so we don't have to deal with this on the same level of capacity that we had to
2: deal with it this time. Well you know? <laughs> we're not out of the we're not out of the woods yet. That's why it I said is-
0: we don't know how long it's gonna be until we're
2: well, I mean, what I mean by that is, with them, you know, opening back up the country and trying to get everybody to get back out, and I I didn't see the the Georgia footage, but mm. I heard, you know, like they were out there kicking it like it was freak nick time. Yeah, no, no. in in yeah, in Atlanta. So you know, <laughs> that's right. And then I I did see I did see like some footage from a Chicago house party.
1: Yeah, it was like a thousand.
2: I don't know. Well, I I saw it look like at least a good hundred. You know, when the camera down the corner came down the stairs and around the corner. Mm. And um, they had strippers and everything at that party. Well, you can probably count the you can probably count the the mask on one hand, you know, that you would see in the crowd and, and it's all young black, you know, African-American, you know, young young African-American men and women. And
0: I'm not
2: doing it, bro. You know, real. not good. Not good be- because they may be strong enough, you know, but they're going to probably take See, it to somebody or come in contact with somebody that's not. So, yeah, yeah. Here, we're not out of that yet. Part, just, just to go part. back to what you yeah. said. And I'm saying as, as Greeks and as Greek organizations, we, we need to kind of probably take a look at it ourselves mm-hmm. and kind of try and not police our, you know, not police ourselves, but you know, we need to be the ones getting out there talking to our people. Yeah. Telling Educating truth, her. telling telling our truths, you know, and and sharing our logic like, hey, you really don't want to go out there and just just kick it like that because this thing is still out there. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's still, you know, COVID-19 is still catching bodies like daily, on a, daily. On a, on a, on a large scale. Wow. Daily. So you don't want to, I mean, that's just me, you know, mm-hmm. you, you want to protect yourself and you want to protect the people <laughs> that, you, that you care about that's right. important. So, yeah, I think, um, right. You know, right. I don't know. So it's a, um, uh, her name
1: is uh Keisha Bottoms. Are y'all familiar with her? Who? Keisha Bottoms. She's the uh, yeah, 60th, the, the, uh, 60th mayor Atlanta. for Atlanta. Yeah, right, yeah. right. And she's uh shout out to her, you know, she's actually like against like everything um that the uh the governor is actually saying but she's she's actually aka right. yeah. uh she's the mayor of Atlanta and she just like look you know she's encouraging people to like stay at home she didn't agree with it she was basically saying, like, hey, the, even the governor didn't even uh, notify her that he was going to open up uh, the state or whatever the case is. And all the places that he opened up was like where black people go, like salons, nail shops, um, you know. Man, the city of, Atlanta. The city, you know of Atlanta. the city
0: of Atlanta. The city of
2: Atlanta in general. Right?
1: The, whole, the city of Atlanta in general. Yeah, in general, that, of course, that's you know, enough. Right. And she like you know like look my mom owns you know a beauty line. you know what I'm saying she was like I she like I totally understand it but she was like why why do we have to continuously put you know because he she knows that people are going to flood the streets soon when Atlanta open like he said right. people are flooding the streets because people in Atlanta they okay. right they can't wait right. to get out they can't wait to they can't wait to go to the club they can't wait to get, can't. get their hair and nails done they can't wait and to that stimulus money.
0: money look. At extended, that at extended that stimulus uh, money unemployment. that
1: unemployment money mm-hmm. <laughs> like they right. they ready to go ahead and start stepping out but she was like she's against it she'd be like no like we don't need to open up the city you know what i'm saying <laughs> we don't need to open up georgia period and what she does that, uh, every other day she posts a um it's like a like a um uh, what is it called it's like a chart that basically compares the people that uh that, that that contracted the COVID nineteen, and from the people that actually died from the COVID nineteen, from from a day to day basis, from you know one day to the next day, let like, you know how much how much the numbers have increased. Uh, but she haven't posted in a while. But I'm really intrigued to see exactly how much the number has increased since uh, the state of Georgia has uh has opened. Now I know like in Nashville, and 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 this is one thing I'm gonna say. Like I really agree with what you're saying, uh, uh, Tom. Uh, is that we need to, like, educate our people more. We got a lot of people that's in the group organization that are, that are in the health field. Um, you know, doctors, registered nurses, you know, mm-hmm. whatever the case is. I think that, you know, we, we should at least hold, like, some kind of seminar, uh, virtual seminar, see how many people we can go. Like, there's so many different Facebook groups that we can all connect to, and also, too, if we could connect those Facebook where it's people advertising like, hey, it's going to be a health seminar that basically lets you know, you know, the importance of the uh, of this virus and things for us to go ahead and do and how to protect yourself and blase blase. I think right. if we could just get more people because, of course, we, we look at what the CDC is selling, telling us and we also are looking at what the, uh, you know, what the governor and the president is telling us. But for the people that actually works for these hospitals, I really want to know their story because they are the front lines right now
0: person that says drink disinfectant, you know. You know what I'm
1: saying? Like, come on, you're, you're, you know. We,
0: <laughs> let's you do know, that. Not, we're, we're, this let's is not a that. politics show, but. Yeah. Yeah, hey, yeah, but you, you know it. what? In in a, in, a, in a different way, though. Sorry, Tom. In, no, in but no, way, no, no, way, no, no. Um, you know, I, I I worry about that as well. Because look at the population that's been attacked in, this um, in an election year, right? Let's look at that. <laughs> you know what i mean it's it's a whole lot that goes on there too so it's, right. it's a lot you know i don't want to be a conspiracy theorist and all that you know but i do have my suspicions on a lot of different things right so um we said la- like we said last time you look at the number of people um african-american men and women in all nine of these organizations you look at those numbers whether active or not active um whatever way that you came into that organization, right? You look at the number as a whole, you just look at the political power that that that, that holds, not including, you know, like I said uh, before, the number of people that are attached to that individual. So um, you and your spouse, um, your children that came up underneath you, you know what I mean? That you just got to look at the numbers exponentially and have that, the amount of power we really have if we were to come together. If we ain't learned nothing else coming out of this, bro, uh, we're going to have to figure out this this divisive nature that we have because it's being used against us on a, on a daily basis. We're going to have to figure this out in order for us to be able to even get a quarter of the way back on
2: track. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, I mean, things like the Willie Lynch syndrome and, man. you know, things like that, man. You're, you're talking about, you're talking about centuries yeah. of, yeah. you know, systematic, just, just manipulation, you know, um, mental, emotional, of course, physical and all that, but um, yeah, so that's going to be, that's that's really going to have to kind of start with, um, you know, that's going to have to start with educating the younger people. It that always kind of goes back to that because older people sometimes they get set in their ways and, uh, yeah. you know, they, uh, they're they not always as open right. to, uh, to think so. Um, I mean, and actually that's how opinions and racism is formed that are early, I mean, at all normally at an early age right you know yeah. what I mean you don't you, don't, you know like born racist you just uh kind of get taught that by the world as you get older yeah yeah but anyway yeah. we're on some we number something different but yeah you know what
0: it's all it's all it's all conversation though right like so um the whole thing of it is is just how how do like I said how do we how do we come out of it like what What do we do, you know? Like, you know, and as you were saying something earlier. You know, the one thing I am happy to hear, which is it's funny because I hear people saying, I'm not going to feed into the mess. Um, I'm going to go ahead and stay self-quarantining. And then you see them on, like, Instagram, and they in the car with, like, four people. They wouldn't pick up their homeboys. They don't think they're riding in the car. Right. I saw that today, too, my man. <laughs> I went and picked up my homies. <laughs> we in the wheel. They oh, smoking and blowing everything in the car. They pass and stuff. Now, you on AG, right? I don't even know how I got this. It's on that first page where they show you where everybody's got to do what everybody's doing. <laughs> and I'm looking at right. it like, this is not real. And I'm like, so you think social distancing is only when you like you go to the store? Like that's all you think that is. So, man. <laughs> man,
1: have
2: y'all been to the store though? Like, come on,
0: now. that's still <laughs> is another store. I'm talking out four. they passing bloods around the guy. This is mind blowing. All right,
2: and, and and the and the police don't the police don't search social media. Wow, bro,
0: that's a whole other topic, bro. That's a whole self don't search. Come on, self-snitching is rampant. Like. Like nobody can tell on you nowadays worse than you can tell on yourself. Like yeah. these dudes go right. out and kill somebody and film it, and then and then make a song about it and and, and put it in the video. Like you know, I body somebody, I kill John Jones, and it'll be in the video. Well, well,
1: they've been doing right. that for quite some time. I don't think it's with this generation. I just yeah. think, like you said, just the whole public snitching, the the personal snitching is is, is totally outrageous. Like you know, it, it, but that it, is we, a this generation
0: thing. Yeah, no, no other generation self snitching
2: the way. Well, we didn't this, really have a way right. to. We didn't have way to do that. We didn't have access to we, that. Facts. So, but no but, cell phone, no selfie. Facts. Facts. So the only difference. Just robbed know, this was, still, y'all. Look at <laughs> <everybody laughs> that. You know, yeah. <laughs> Right,
1: right, right. Sure <laughs> so the difference is like back in back when cell phones was like very important. Basically yeah, it was right, called right. it was called it was called it was called investigation. It was yeah. called interrogation, right? You're going to bring somebody in the room, you go ahead and ask them, then they go ahead and snitch. Now they be like, Well, what's your social media? Let's go ahead and look at your Facebook. They gonna tell <laughs> them the sales, bro. Right.
0: This, this yeah, one. right. It's crazy These dudes in the car. Man. on Instagram, recording themselves in the car, driving, right. passing blunts around the car, right. and saying out loud that, they about to do? we're not social. Di- no, no, no. We're social distancing because we're in the car. Do you get how <sighs> this absurd that is? <laughs> do you see everything that's wrong with this picture? Like, it's so many different things wrong with that picture, right? Like you said earlier, you don't know who's looking at you, right? That's first and foremost. Right. Um, Social distancing is also outside of the vehicle, right? Right. And social distancing does not mean that your homeboys, you know, are not included in that. And then on top of that now, the, the cherry on top is hitting the blood and then passing it to the dude who's, a foot and a half away, (laughs) and he passes it to the dude in the back seat who's possibly two feet away, right? Right, right. Who passes it to the other dude who's another foot and a half, and you go back up two feet, and then we repeat. You understand what I'm saying? Hey, Doug,
1: Doug, they're not not calculating the feet with their hands. They're calculating the feet with their feet. Unreal. (laughs) Rather so that was than not with their body, they're
0: calculating with just their feet. Where are we, dude? Like, what is going on? It's like it is, it is so unreal, the lack of just traditional common sense. It just it just blows my mind. All
2: right, well, well, bro, you know, I'm I'm kind of old school, you know. I like a lot of new school stuff, but I love a lot of new school stuff, but it's like um for me. And it's a generational thing. But for me, it's like, um, you know, it's like hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like old school hip hop, you had, I can see you know, that. you had, <clears throat> and and not to take anything away from, you know, like the artists of the day, I can't really name them, you know, but, you know, back in the day you had storytellers and then you had, like, they could tell a story without talking about, you know, like, just the same thing you hear everybody else saying, I, I you know, right. I, I don't, you know, we're gonna try and keep it PG, right? So, but, I mean, you had, you had like Public Enemy, you know, you had, um, you had other rappers that were, uh, trying to instill some knowledge or, or really put some knowledge in your in your head, oh, like PE would, would travel with a, a, a big ass like. Uh, slit, small liquor, like drop down thing. You know what I'm saying? They would just dry, have it in the middle of the stage. I'm talking about, hey, you know, this is this is the poison that they put into the community? You know, you know what this is? This is like the sludge that's left over after they get the good beer, which they're gonna package up and send, you know, right to the, the, bottom neighborhood, the, neighborhood. to the other neighborhoods, and then they take this, you know, O E, whatever, you know, and they, they put it out there with us. It's, it's cheap. Drink it. Make you crazy. Whatever, whatever. You know, but they just used to, they just used to spit that. Okay. And then, uh, I mean, you know, even NWA. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, you know, there was plenty that you could choose from. KRS-One. A whole lot of them you could, you could point to. But, um, you know, they, they kind of they let them kind of you know they kind of faded out and then ushered in you know like a a more new era of of like Mm rapper, and I I just I'm sure there's I'm I'm sure there are a lot out there because I'm just not tapped in like that anymore but like all the mainstream stuff that that I hear is you know it's not it's not like it's not dropping science or any type of well, not you gotta
1: you gotta got understand. Got understand you gotta understand now I kinda you know I'm I'm 32 years old and the reason coming from the era where well, I came from Snap music, you know, Lil john you know, uh if you wanna look at it like that. And then it, it kind of, you know, just the snap music with the um the uh the French High Boys. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it was just it, it wasn't all about delivery anymore. It was just all about a beat and a hook. You get what I'm saying? If I got a nice beak and I got a hook, then shit, we can say, I don't need to spit no jewels. I don't need to spit no 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 storylines. I don't need to do that anymore because now, like, let's, let's look at it. Lil Wayne, right? Lil Wayne is saying he's the best rapper alive. What is one of the main things that Lil Wayne talks about doing? What is, what is the majority of his raps? It always talks about females. If I can talk about females and make millions and millions of money and don't change it and just add my little emphasis this and this, why not, you know? Let's look at it like this: If I go ahead and talk about Percocets, or I go ahead and talk about doing Molly and the beats hard, then why not go ahead and make money? You know. So I think right now, it's, it's no storytelling. Like even if we do, like of course we got the Kendrick Lamar's, uh, right. we got the, uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, who else? Uh, even Jordan Lucas. You know, like I, I vibe with Jordan Lucas right now. If you ever listen to him, he's he's a right. he's a dope artist. Um, it's. It's like we 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 have those artists to tell stories, but it's only a s- select few of them. Mm-hmm. They're actually out here telling those kind of stories where they are considered as, uh, as uh, storytellers, you know. So it's you, you 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 I think over the years it music is going to transition into its own, but right now we're going to do what's going to make money. You know, if I go ahead and make money off of oh I hit sex, and I smoke weed. After that, I'm going to hit the dang streets. And that shit sell with a nice ass beat behind it? And you just made a million off of it?
2: Yeah. I don't need that's, to tell no that story anymore. No but that's where, that's, man. That's, that's problematic for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm It's yeah. problematic like, okay, for me. Like, yeah. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because you, you did nail something. And like, personally, for me, you, you nailed something, like, because you said it twice. You know what I'm saying? If it's got a nice beat to it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And see that is like I I like I like the music, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I I bet you, you know, if you could come up with a dope ass rhyme over that same beat that they're talking about Percocets and Molly's over, but you you running down like a a a, a physics equation or something <laughs> like <laughs> that over that shit? Right. Um, I mean, hey. I, I guarantee I guarantee you if it if it's cold, if it's a cold delivery over it, they'll be spitting. Yeah.
0: Right. Is, I, is, I guarantee, uh, I guarantee. You know what? And I I, I agree. I we, we, come, we come from a generation where we where we've seen that happen. You know what I mean? And you people will start spitting and not really <coughs> it is. it's uh um, you know it's <laughs> so you know what's funny, right? Is and I, I hate to I hate to switch gears, but now you notice know when somebody cough, now everybody stops. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> right, right, right. Hey, everybody! I'm not no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like it's funny when now somebody cough, Like you could just have sinuses a year ago. Now when you cough, everybody's staring back you
1: know, Everybody right? looking around like what? what? Right. Right. I, I, do we got, got COVID. COVID. Get
0: up! Right, right. Right. No, for the hands of the tazer, right, but now I will say this, I, and I guess. I'm going through a weird transition right now in my life. So I'm I'm trying to see everything uh, from both sides of the coin. And I try to play devil's advocate with myself and with those around me. Because I do believe it's two sides to every story. And sometimes, you know, you're just not going to agree with everything. You know what I mean? But there are two sides. And it it is good to listen to both sides. So like, there's I feel where you're coming from. Tone we are closer in age, so I'm definitely gonna get where you're coming from, because I grew up in that era.
2: What I look at now
0: is, like you were saying about, you know, you look at some of these songs, they talk, you know, the, the drug culture and so many things, and I look at the number of these young rappers that have, have passed away from from that, you know what I mean? And taking it back to the whole Greek speech kind of thing, and where are we planning to go as we move on from here? You know, like how do, you know, we? How do we get out here, not even how, do you think we should, man, I'm even saying that wrong. Not even think we should, we should actually get out here, man, and start to catch these these kids before they get to a point where those things are relevant. And that's hard to do when you hear it everywhere. And and I know it's difficult, (laughs) it is, but it was difficult for us when I first heard in WA I'm I'm not going to lie and tell you when we went and did Dirt that we wasn't in the car bopping in WA. Right, right. That's a fact. You know what I mean? So I can't totally knock them. Right. um, But I was already doing Dirt before in WA. In WA just clarified that what I was doing was being done all over the world. Mm -hmm. And y'all were doing it at a bigger scale because y'all had records. You know what I'm saying? So. I get it, but I think we still gotta find a way to kind of catch these kids that are, especially our black males, man. Because our males, we losing them so fast. I mean, it's at a rapid rate, bro. So, as professional, uh, educated black men, which we are supposed to be, as Greeks, right? right. Should we and, and black women because our sisters need that same pull up. Should we get no? Should we be doing more than what we're doing? Well, this this
1: is what I'm gonna say. Um... And it, to me, it actually goes back to, uh, you know, me being in high school and me having a mentor. I think we need a lot of more mentors out there
0: yeah, instead, of have,
1: instead of having the ones that sit here and single out the kids that are actually doing bad. Because you never know, like, you know, you know, I'm not saying like I was like a bad kid or whatever, like off the chain. But, you know, I had certain behaviors, you know, that could have led down the wrong path, you know, growing up or you know, in high school, but also too. you know, I did outside of my, you know, my father, uh, outside of my mother, you know, it's sometimes it does require like mentors. And I think that just whenever you have a, whenever you have a mentor that's there, that's going to, you know, like, look, man, why are you doing this? Man, you know what, when you get out of school, come to my office, you get what I'm saying? Instead of locking your doors. Like when you, when you need some time away or whatever the case is, or if you got, if, 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 it, it, and one thing I like about, like, with, with, with my daughter's school that she goes to is that, you know, Harmony talks to me or whatever. She was like, you know, if I need to go to a class, she's got a particular teacher class that she goes to. Mm-hmm. And she may share some, she may share share certain stuff with that teacher, um you know, that she may not feel comfortable sharing with her parents. I understand. I did the exact same stuff. I mm-hmm. shared certain stuff with my teachers than I did with my own parents. I just think that if we could potentially have enough mentors because we could put so many programs in effect and I was part of um, the, you know, the guy right program um, or, you know, whatever the case. And majority of people that was in, it was actually people that was already in a fraternity, a fraternity and sorority, their kids and their friends, their friends kids that was actually there in the program. But we really didn't have like any kids that was like from the streets you know, that's out here doing all this certain stuff. Like, how are we not getting towards them? Like, I understand, you know, of course, we, I'm going to put my own kid into these programs, but also, too, I need to get I need to get to that troubling kid. And we have other certain chapters, you know, that I have heard would actually go to certain schools that only specialize in, in, in uh, mentorship at that school. You know, but I just think that we need enough mentors out here, enough people that's actually, you know, doing a lot. Uh, for the community. Um, like I said, we we do as much as we can, especially being a fraternity. But I just think that when it comes to the youth, we should do a little bit more. Um, and, you know, I'm a victim of it, you know. You know, at one point for the first three years, you know, four years I was in a bond. That's what I was real big on. Then I had stepped away because I had real life responsibilities, mm-hmm. you know, that affected or whatever the case is and it's part of it. But it just having a, a, enough mentorships, uh, having enough uh, mentorships uh, within a program, I think is, is dope. Uh, or having enough mentorships for school, I think is dope. And I think that every kid should be assigned a mentor while they're in school, and that's one thing I think it should start from.
0: Agreed. So speaking of mentoring um, and trying to teach people to uh, to to build up our own tone um yes. i brought the screen up bro because this is your business so um i know you've been talking to me about certain aspects of entrepreneurship and different things and i know des and i talk about it a lot and i wanted to make sure before we got too short on time and uh there's i want to rush you but i know we was getting low on time um just to uh give you an opportunity to kind of talk about what this is all about so you know how people can uh matter of fact more importantly the 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 things that CBD does, because I didn't know any of that until I talked to you, and, and uh, oh, yeah. yeah, what different products do, and different things of that nature, so sure. give us a little insight on it, if you don't mind.
2: Not at all, man. Thank you for uh, giving me an opportunity to speak on it for a moment. Well, I have a online CBD dispensary. Okay. My website is starchildcbd.com. That's starchildcbd.com. So for you, some, for those of you who don't know what CBD is, it is uh, it is a component of the cannabis plant. For those of you that don't know what cannabis plant is, it's also called <laughs> marijuana or weed or hemp. Um, and CBD uh, is the, the property within that plant that has a tremendous amount of medicinal benefit. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. In my opinion, it truly is the global plant because of all the the medical benefits that it it can bring to an individual. So for example, um, it can help you with inflammation, of course, uh, relieving stress. um, uh, Wow, joint pain. You name it, um, help regulate your system. The, the benefits are really just too many for me to, to mention and right that's now. That's However, a lot of um that I, I, I will uh, you know uh, what? I tell you what, I was reading
0: something actually, and then I saw something on the news. So I ain't gonna say I see a lot of folks, but I was sure. reading something, and then I saw this lady on the news that was doing something, picking up food or something at a CBD store that brings the product out downtown. Like yes. or something mm-hmm. and uh, the news was interviewing her and they were talking about how you know for her it's, it's critical because it helps to ease her anxiety exactly. and the things that she's dealing with right now with the fear of COVID and being in the mm-hmm. house she tends to get high anxiety and then I read that somewhere as well which is I'm drawing a blank so I didn't even know I had, I had no idea that CBD had that type of power yeah you know?
2: well uh I mean the testimonials are like through the roof and I mean, they're just, there's so many of them. I mean, I, I'm kind of at a loss for words, but I mean, everything, I've had people, you know, come to me the day after, uh, you know, trying a CBD product that have problems with swelling in their legs. Um, you know, they come back to me, they're like, I don't know if it's your product, or, but I woke up today and my swelling in my legs is norm- is noticeably different you know people that have, yeah, people that have migraine headaches there's some topical things you can you know put on your temples and you know you'll get instant relief you know so it's a uh, uh, website and and out to recap and, and uh, absolutely okay. it's a yeah starchildcbd.com that's starchildcbd.com okay and uh, you can look me up on facebook if you have any questions inbox me there's also a tremendous opportunity there because the cannabis space is only going to grow Projecting over 80 billion dollars in revenue in (laughs) a short period of time. So um, there's not a lot of African Americans in that space. Uh, If you're interested in finding out more about that, please contact.
0: I think about (laughs) the way we all grew up, and it's just like, boy, that's crazy. It is. It just blows (laughs) so bad the way we all grew up, and the number of people that I know associated with that plant they got jail time. To uh-huh. see how much money is out there now, it's like it's it's almost unreal. So that's another gonna... segment. Yeah, we will get on it. We're good on it. All right. How yeah, many more minutes, minutes we got left, now, man? That's we we, have to, we, we have to, the done dealing. The done dealing. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that. Right, I appreciate man. you. No, no. That's what the last what it was for, bro. It was good conversation, yeah, yeah. good dialogue. Um, that's the purpose of it, man. Just to dig into it and really just see how we can, as as a Greek nation. And it doesn't just it doesn't matter if you're Greek or not. I'm just, you know, because everybody needs to participate. But the big thing is, is that the good thing about being in a Greek organization is that it's just that the organization, the fact that you have a a group of individuals um, that, that have common ideals in every organization. And then all of us have some type of commonality, both male and female. Now, how do we make that work for our people as a whole? you know so we, it was a good show man good dialogue so yeah man go ahead dance, shut us down brother all right well look man we are actually approaching
1: the end of the show and i really truly want to thank uh Mr. antonio van smith we're going ahead and stop it uh see <laughs> uh, <Scott>, my bad antonio <laughs> hey, you know, no problem no problem no problem uh, it's cool
0: but you know i
1: just i just want to say man look i we, we truly Thank you for coming back again. Okay. Uh, I'm sure we're probably going to have you on another show. I actually had a, some more questions, but you know, things happen unexpectedly. You know, with our shows and stuff like that. Right. But you know, just in closing, man, I actually had to reach out to my. Uh, I call her my my uh, my uh, my spiritual gangster. You
2: okay. know,
1: she yeah, she keeps it real for me, and I said, you know what, I need some spiritual and sexual healing. You know what would you recommend you know she was basically like well basically what you recommend is to go in a random place right and this is just for the sexual healing part whatever the case is and whoever you are talking to whatever make sure that you you know get it in at a higher level but also share a love language with that person um also too i was like okay what about the spiritual thing because you know I, sometimes you know we we feel like we need to become more, more spiritual with self. And what should we do to try to get one with nature?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: she did state that uh, she do recommend to have a time with, uh, with nature. You know, go out there. You know, if you need to go to the lake, you need to go on a walk. You just need to walk through the woods or whatever the case is. Have that one time with nature. And then you would be fine. But she also recommend to check out a book, which is called Off Waters and Spirit by Patrice um, Maladon. So, if you're looking at for some spiritual healing, sexual healing, I just went on ahead and provided you some information from my <laughs> spiritual gangster. Hey, you know, but other than that, man, we appreciate you. Huh?
2: I just want to say, I just want to say, I got some lube for that with some hemp in it. I got some CBD uh, lube for the <laughs> sexual healing. I got that. Go to the site. Go to the site. Yeah, go Provoking to the site. I
0: uh, right.
2: got a lube for
0: that. Thank y'all for listening to Greek speech where we are rediscovering historical aspects of collegiate Greek culture. (laughs) 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 We truly appreciate y'all, man. And we out. Peace, love. We out. We out.